Welcome, beautiful friend, to the Beyond the Plate podcast, your weekly helping of honest talk where life and health collide and make up your wellness. Because let's face it, your whole life impacts your whole health. And yes, it starts with you. This podcast is for you if you have a hunger for spending more time feeling good, bettering your life, and benefiting those around you by living authentically. We'll ignite those inner desires and cover how to tune inward to gain confidence to nourish yourself beyond what's on your physical plate. Tune in to tap into your unique needs and abilities to allow the abundance to overflow. Make sure you add this podcast to your library so you always have the latest episode. I'm your host, Dawn Marie, and I am honored to be your wellness guide. Let's get started. Hey, can we get real for a second? I mean, I'm a sweaty buddy, and I can't hide it. I've gone through every single deodorant option out there, literally since I was in my teens. And after my cancer scare, I got real serious about what goes on our skin because that goes into our bodies. Thankfully for products from Primarily Pure, I don't stress about odor, nor do I worry about it staining my clothes and getting them all weird since I know I'm using non-toxic deodorants that are made with simple organic ingredients that are 100% natural and safe. They are formulated for sensitive skin, which is great as I'm prone to underarm breakouts. They use a small amount of baking soda to keep you smelling great, even after a workout. Not to mention no aluminum, parabens, or fragrance. And now that my girls are in that DO age, I feel like a great parent hooking them up right from the start. What's even better with Primarily Pure is you can set up a subscription to get them scheduled to be delivered to your mailbox. Boom. I love this feature and best yet, these deodorants last way longer than the traditional deodorants. Total win. I just purchased the Tea Tree Anti-Inflammatory Stick and I'm pretty pumped to give it a try. Feel freshness, but the charcoal is by far my favorite. My girls, they love the flowering scent ones and hands down, they all work, which is huge. Not sure which one is meant for you? Take their Primally Pure DO quiz to select which is the best option for you. Check out the link in my show notes. And welcome back to Beyond the Plate podcast. This is a fun solo episode where I am totally going rogue. Do not have a script, um, mainly because I have been struggling to do this episode. Um, I don't know if it just wasn't calling on my heart at the right time. It wasn't meant to be um, this episode. I'm not sure what the deal is, but here we are, right? So things situated here. Ah, I do want to go back to um, channeling and gratitude very much so um, because that is where the clarity comes from. That's where if we are feeling stuck, we can regroup and get our shit or excuse me, our poop in a group, I like to say, and continue to crush it. Like we are all allowed to have some off days. But the best strength is when you know your tools and your toolbox are there for you when you need them. It's not having to be a rigid routine. Like I'm almost burnt out of routine like I was with the word hustle and um, grit um, about just 
all the things. So I'm like that with routine now and habits because sometimes, yes, even though it's a habit, it's just not going to happen, especially when you're in planting season. Um, hear me out, farm wives, right? So where my gratitude is going for is those tools. That is what I'm super grateful for. I'm super grateful for having a mentor that teaches me and reminds me of these things that I already know, um, that I work with amazing people. I have amazing communities um, that I'm a part of, friendships, um, those that become friendships because I paid to be in a learning community, but then we get so much more out of it. So that is where I'm going with my gratitude is those different tools. And even this morning, it's a Friday, and since I work from home, I try to go to church um, a couple times a month on Fridays. We always try to go on the weekend, um, but on Fridays, they have mass in the morning, like right when the kids are at school. So I have just been gravitated towards that. And I am so grateful for that because this morning, that is exactly what my head and my spirit needed to find clarity, to just regroup and to think on what I truly want and what I desire, because when we think that we know what we want, guess what happens? We are going and working for things that really don't matter. And so then we're just spinning our wheels. So when we really channel within ourselves and get grounded in that, then that's when progress is made. That's when aligned action happens and it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like a sacrifice. It's all part of that plan because you are so connected to your core with it. And that's actually what I did um, with the mastermind, the loving her mastermind this week is that's how we started. It's, and that's how I start every session um, or when I onboard a new one-on-one client is we really get to the bottom of why we want what we want. Because then when we get so deep into that, we it's clear as day. And so it might not be, oh, losing the weight. It could be something else. So as this episode is kind of just flying by the seat of its pants, I don't have a set topic per se, but I do really want to talk about um, boundaries. And so that's kind of my outline in my head because that's been weighing on me so much, especially as a farm wife, especially as transitioning um, from working corporate where I was never around during the day, or if I was, I was taking annual leave to haul seed to my husband, um, as he was planting beans and soybeans. That is, I mean, we just always say beans. Um, I realize people listening, they could be, um, planting different kinds of beans. So, um, we plant corn and soybeans and my husband does most of the bean planting. And so we have people on the farm. Yes, but they're scattered in all the other areas and they're needed as well. Um, so this year looks a lot different and I almost had like not anxiety about it. Um, but I was just trying to like through my head, figure out how all this was going to go in the last few days, um, or towards like the last week, we just got through Easter. Um, but my kids were off school. And so my, my schedule was kind of like off kilter and Ryan needed me to help like shuffle vehicles around or run and grab things, which was fine when the kids around, but I also had my work I needed to get done. So I had, Dawn LLC work to do coaching stuff, client work. There's a lot of behind the scenes. There's podcast stuff like that I have to do on the back end and coordinate with my wonderful VA that does a lot of um, things for me too to keep things running. But I still have to content. I have to produce. I have to be creative. I have to record. I have to edit. Um, I have to come up with the ideas, right? Because in ultimate, like it's my business. I have to prep for those client calls um, so I can be present for those. 
And um, I also have like a part-time contract work kind of job that I have set hours just for me. It helps knowing like what days I'm going to work that when it is flexible, but I actually punch a clock. I have not done that since um, college, college when I worked as a teller. So um, before I graduated college, I was a teller at a credit union and then I ended up getting on full-time in their communications department. It was like my dream job. Um, right. Cause we think that's what we know what we want kind of bridges into, um, the other desires. So, um, then it happened and that is, it is not what I wanted whatsoever. Like I love, um, project management. I love that piece of it, like getting to see the whole picture. Um, but it was just not right for me at the right time. Um, so anyway, I digress on that part, but so I had been in that corporate world for so long. And then the last few years I had been taking off more time, like annual leave time from my corporate job when we were slower because all of my customers were in the field. So there wasn't as much for me to do besides, you know, like you don't want to pester your um, prospects or customers when they're busy. You want to respect that, right? You don't want to piss off your clients. <laughs> so there was a little more flexibility where I could take annual leave time um, to help Ryan with that. And I really loved it. Um, but like I said, this year looks completely different. Like it's all my schedule. So then it's like, do I look at, you know, getting up and I have been sleeping in lately just because I was in menstrual phase. Um, and my mind is, I've just been so busy during the day. I've been extremely tired and sleep is very important. So to me, it was, I was sleeping in longer. Um, and so I wasn't working out when I normally would and then get to work. So um, for menstrual, it kind of flips. So that's the other thing about like knowing my cycle, I can honor my body without trying to like run out of energy. I can recharge and it works out really great. Um, so it can look different. So I would normally work in the morning and then around lunchtime, I would work out, go for a walk, whatever, then shower, stuff like that. Well, Ryan and the farm, they might need somebody in a random minute. Here's where one of my topics is going for that I've been really thinking about lately is boundaries. Like how do you bridge what you desire and boundaries with what other people need from you? Because a lot of you that listen um, to this podcast, which I'm so, so grateful for, um, welcome if you're new, um, our farm wives are, you know, you live like in rural areas where you understand that there's agriculture happening around you, or maybe you are, um, a support staff, like support staff. I say that like I work at a corporate, so like, or it's like a corporation, but it kind of is, but you can be a wife that has somebody that works at a co-op or an elevator or works for a farmer. And so you feel the pressure too of planting time and how there's not set like eight to four thirty hours. And so then you take on more tasks with your kids because guess what? It's spring. So then all of their activities are also ramping up. And so it's important to understand that. And that's why I speak to you, my audience that can relate to this. There's a lot of moving parts just because you might not be full-time farmers or maybe you do still work off farm and you help do that. Like I did that for many, many, many years. Like we've been married going on 14 years. So that whole, th so 13 and a half, 13 and three fourths years, I've done that. And even before we were married, I did that. And then when we had kids, it ramped up even more. So I can totally appreciate that push and pull of your own desires and things that you know, you need to get done and then establishing boundaries. And so I've seen a various, um, various ways of this with um, many people and there's no right or wrong way. I want to give you true freedom of that, but have something 
that means something to you and hold boundaries. You have to have boundaries. Otherwise, that's when we get stressed out. Our mental health isn't quite there. We throw in the towel with our nutrition, our movement, all of those different things. And that's when accidents happen or worse, you know, or we, we fight, like, let's really be honest. That's what happens. Most times there's a fight in the spring and there's a fight in the harvest time frame with your spouse, because you just, you're holding on so much. And then you're helping maybe with meals or helping cart people around, or you're taking the full responsibility of your kids. And that starts to wear on a person. So I want to remind you of a few things. And I do have a few notes just because they were starting to like pour out of me yesterday is you can't, force it, right? You can't force things. So maybe it's, you can't force your spouse to understand where you're coming from or the struggles. You can't force, um, somebody to do something for you. And that might be on the other end of things like your husband can't, or your partner or whatever, your farm family, your farm, your, your employer, even they can't force you to do something that doesn't align with you. So kind of a funny, just random example of this. And it's not like Epic, but And a whim's notice, my husband will call and be like, hey, in five minutes, can you come pick me up? Granted, I know they can't always pre-plan everything. When I was on maternity leave with our first one, um, 11 plus years ago, it was during harvest and I loved it. I was like, perfect. I'll be around. I can help cart people around. So I'd throw great uh, Kating into our little S10 and I would go pick up things and get it to the field. And so often it would annoy me because I'm more of a structure. Like I have a lot of masculine tendencies in my human design. I like to, like I said, have structure, control, um, dependable, even though I'm normally always late on those things, I would get somewhere and I would maybe wait 45 minutes. And so guess what happens with a baby by then when you're trying to plan, when you have to feed them or change them, you got to feed them. Right. And I nursed. So luckily that was handy, um, but not always the most convenient when you're like maybe going, um, picking up a part for how far away. And all of a sudden, boom, she's hungry. Got to pull off, find a park, whatever. And in this tiny little, um, single cab S10 (laughs) maneuver yourself. And it was for a child. So I was very like insecure of like, oh my gosh, I don't want anybody to see me stuff like that. So you have to fluctuate. Yes. But, um, where I was going with this story is there'd be a lot of times where I would get somewhere and be willing to help or give a ride or whatever it was. And I would wait and I would wait and I would wait for so long because then in the midst of sending me off somewhere, his schedule completely changed and either they didn't need me there anymore, or I needed to be in a completely different location. And I became very frustrated because it's like, okay, you need to plan a far enough advance, you know, like some of these things can be preventable. I get it during around busy seasons. It's not always that way because you have to just act in the moment, but farmers, wives, hear me out at some, like some point you can have a little bit of structure because then that will help you with your mental health and your sanity, right? And to pre-plan far enough, maybe it's having a little structure because then you know what's for supper by just throwing, you know, brats out so they can thaw out, whatever. Like it does not have to be big intentional things, or it's just like, you know, tonight your kids have to be somewhere. Your husband's not going to be helpful. Um, cause he's tied up with things. So, you know, you're going to pick up food on the way home from practice. Totally fine. But already having that decided is a huge dress saver because you're just taking that decision fatigue off of your plate. It also helps when you can, when you need to lean on help. So maybe it's you have to recruit help from your mother-in-law or a neighbor or a high schooler. That helps when you have somewhat of a little bit of a plan. So having open communication is a great thing. 
um, expectations. And sometimes the expectation is, hey, I need you to be super flexible. Like I need you to be able to be on a dime can come. So that is step one that I say of just like having that conversation, um, being open and talking out like what is needed of you, what is expected of you and what you can give. Okay. Does that align with what you have going on? Um, because you can't both be in that frantic state and then expect things to go smoothly, right? Let's be honest, like some days that just happens. But if you have a little bit of planning ahead, maybe you use a calendar a bit so you know what some big events are and you slap that on a calendar. That has been huge that we've implemented that. I just print off a free PDF planner um, from Pinterest and it stays on our calendar. So then all of our kids know what's going on. Ryan could see it if he actually looked at it. Um, even though I have everything in my calendar on my phone, I still write it on there because sometimes when I'm filling up my water bottle or, you know, would be rushing off to work or rushing out the door, I can quickly look at it. And it's a good reminder of like, what's coming up. Like I like to visually see what's coming up in the next few days. It is a time saver for me. Maybe you've tried it and it didn't work and you need to look at implementing a different system. Being open is number two of like being open to different things. Like I started to say, you can't force things. But as I was in mass this morning, I was thinking about that. There's like this fine line between forcing something and understanding it needs to happen. Because when I tried to force to record this episode, I would get really tired. I would come up with other things that I needed to do instead. I was just avoiding. Um, one time I took a nap. Like I was just purely like mentally exhausted from being in front of a screen for so long in the day. That then I was like going to try to like formulate my notes a little bit more, have more of an outline for this. And I couldn't, I, it was just not in me because I was trying to force it too much. But then, and this is the part where I'm starting to like, realize that like, it has to happen. You have to like, come into yourself, like get back into that gratitude, um, dig deep because maybe you're spiraling into a negative situation because shit's going wrong. Things are breaking. Um, schedules are all over the place and you feel like you have no control. It's just like the wheels have totally fallen off of the wagon, right? And you're just blah. So find something you're grateful for that maybe you got a shower or maybe you got a run in or hey, like for us, it is, what is the temperature? Why isn't it showing me on here? Normally it always has that. So it is 72 degrees already and it's not even 11 o'clock. Next week, it's supposed to be in the 50s and crummy. Like this weekend, it's supposed to rain. I'm almost like, yes, hallelujah, I want it to rain. But at the same time, I'm loving having the door open in our house to let like the screen door on. And I went for a run. So I was like, like totally had the mindset of I am soaking up this weather while we have it. I'm gonna appreciate that. And then I went to church and I like kind of just like released and surrendered to like, okay, clear it all off my plate. So I'm like not mentally clouded and just soak it all in. And then that's what happens instead of forcing you surrendered and now you can take action. Okay. So I started to think about this in mass where I'm like, okay, a lot of people that come to me, they're like, I hate working out. I don't want to work out. It's just not for me. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, I'm not going to make you do anything. That's the one thing about my one-on-one coaching. I do not give you a meal plan that you have to follow. I don't give you calorie or carb or macros. Like any of that, I give you food education. I give you lifestyle empowerment. So you can channel that. And we go through and go deep, deep, deep to find out what you really actually want. And guess what? Every single one of my clients 
has the answers within them. And I know you do too, but it's when you go deep enough and find that, that then you're like, oh, I actually really like to walk. It's, it, it reminds me of when we go camping or it reminds me of a vacation we had with our family in, you know, that we went side-by-side riding out in the Dakotas or something, you know, like you channel it to something of a really happy time in your life. And you're like, I, 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 I loved that. And so when I come in, I'm like, okay, you loved that piece in that event. How can we get that for you? every Monday through Friday or Sunday through Saturday when it's just mundane life. Like how can we channel that joy and experience and heighten your senses and your emotions and make you feel aligned? Boom. And then we incorporate your human design. So then you can trust your own instincts on how you were brought into this world. It is so cool to do that. So that's where it goes from rather than forcing you surrender and embrace what you actually like. So then you create this bridge that you can actually have results, results. And I feel that that is the same with maybe setting boundaries. So sometimes when my husband's like, hey, in five minutes, can you come pick me up? Depending what I'm doing, I'm, I check in with myself real quick. Like you ha- I have to have that like ownership to myself that I can't every time just be like, yep, absolutely, I can drop this. Because then other things will suffer and I will get stressed out because then I'm not getting things that I have on my responsibility list done. There's other times where it just works out really well, where I'm in between tasks and I'm like, yep, I can be there. Perfect. If I had heads up on the other time, then I, or if I have to say no, then it's like, I can't right now, but you know, I can in a half an hour Would that work. And so then you kind of like tug and pull and you figure out a way to make it work. Right. Or He picks up the phone and calls, you know, two or three other people on the farm that might be able to do it. So I want to shed light on this topic of like farm wives, farm supporters, anything, you know, maybe it's just a busy time in your, your, your life. Maybe you have like the crazy busy schedule, you know, maybe you're hauling tanks for the, the co-op, which is super cool, by the way, like in our area, we are like short drivers for hauling ammonia tanks. And I have seen this one lady, she like girl, I should say, she's like, she may be like, maybe 30. Um, but she's like young and that bitch is rocking it. Like she is on it. She is all over the place. Like, um, yeah, she's just doing really good work, but it's like, I think about her and I'm like, "Mm, does she have a family? Does she have kids? Like, what does her support system look like? So then that tug and pull maybe goes on her spouse or her parents or her in-laws or her friends or something like we all have something right we all have something we're always going to have a busy season or a time that it makes it a little harder but it doesn't mean that we give up completely like sometimes it is survival mode but when you get in that dark deepness of like oh my god this isn't working I'm drowning and then you're fighting with your spouse you're short with your kids that is the time that you pull out some of these tools of gratitude and like just sprawl out everything. Maybe it's an audit of all the things that you have going on. And it looks like, what can I get rid of? What can I maybe just put on the back burner for right now? Like maybe you have, you're coaching your kids' stuff and you have all this other stuff going on. And you're like this year, it just doesn't work. I, I, I just can't like that is saying so much for yourself and your boundaries and your mental health and your, your capacity. So you have more to give. So you like, it's such an old cliche and we've all heard it, but you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You have to learn to fill up your own cup 
but you also have to learn to protect that freaking cup, right? Because that's you. That's what you have and your control that you can set boundaries. So you have energy for the things that you have to get done, right? There's certain non-negotiables that you just have to do. And if you're giving it out to all these other things that don't matter, then you have nothing left for yourself. And that's when we get sick. That's when we get hurt. That's when things go south, right? So in the moment when you see that, take a little time out. It might even be a 30 second breath work that you need to do just to calm your anxiety, but use it, take it for yourself. You owe it to yourself because you are important to this world. And there's so many people that value you. And if you hadn't heard it from anybody today, because as a farm wife, you know, sometimes they get so busy and they know we're helping and supporting, but they kind of just forget about us because they just know you're the standby that help out. But in case they haven't told you lately and you needed to hear this, you matter. You're doing amazing. Keep it up, girl. You're crushing it. That's a wrap for today. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. And I would be forever grateful if you would leave a five-star rating and a review on your podcast app. By showing your love for Beyond the Plate, this helps get the show into so many more hands of others that could also be benefiting from what we're chatting about around here. So until next week, my friend, keep being authentically you. Mm-hmm.